This is the EMG Podcast Spotlight Interview with your host, Mike Saltball. As you'll hear us discuss in this interview, EMG prides itself on our people. That is, good quality, high character people. The kinds of people who aren't afraid to roll up their sleeves to do a little work and get the job done, all the while with a smile on their face. Perhaps the best embodiment of this is event host DJ Shelley. Shelley has an infectious personality that you just can't help but to love. As we would say, she's good people. Raised in a family of DJs, Shelley and I discuss her natural progression into the business and her path to EMG. We chat about her upbringing, disdain for mornings, and even get a special surprise uh, and EMG podcast debut visit from an EMG team member. So sit back and enjoy this chat with my pal, DJ Shelley. I'm really excited. Today. <laughs> I'm excited because I'll shout it from the rooftops. I don't care who knows it. This is one of my favorite, favorite people at EMG. DJ okay. Shelly is you. here to talk today. <laughs> Shell, how are you, girl? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. I've been looking forward to having you here. I love the laugh. Thanks. I love... Shelly is... Uh, one of our uh, our best DJs, I think. Oh, thank you. Um, she, but the real reason why I like Shelly has nothing to do with your talent, with your craft. It's that you, she are just one of the nicest people to deal with, oh, and thanks. you're bubbly and you're happy all the time. Thanks. And why are you so damn happy? That's my first question. <laughs> why? I don't know. I'm just positive all the time. She's positive. You yeah. got a great radio voice too. It's very um, distinct. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, so who? Let, let's listen. Uh, p- people listening out there know that I always start with this question first. Okay. I like to to get uh, get the people to know you, get the people warmed up a little bit. Okay. Um, and ask you in a soundbite, in a very short soundbite, who is DJ Shelley? Huh. Me. <laughs> Just me. I don't know. Fun, honest, outgoing. Yes, that's pretty much it. Wow, that nice. was... Most people go, wow, that's hard. She actually nailed it. Just <laughs> okay. succinctly, just that's what you are. Sure. Um, yeah, you are. You're a pretty genuine person, um, which is, I think, we'll get into you know how you, how you got here, but um, that is a defining characteristic for you, and I think it's a reason why our, our clients really like working with you. It's Thanks. why the team really likes working with you. Thank you. So um, tell us a little bit about you know, your background, where, where are you from? Where were you born? Where were you raised? Give us, give us a little bit. Okay. Jersey girl, born and raised, um, three sisters. I'm the youngest of four girls. Um, my dad's a DJ. So I started really young. I know music my whole life. (laughs) I like how you're blowing through these very important, like things. You're just like, yeah, I got this. I got that. So let's, you're the youngest. Yes. Yes. I'm the youngest. Are you a, uh, are you like a typical baby of the family? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I got away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've learned a lot of stuff from watching them. So I never really did anything bad. So it wasn't like my parents. It's not that they didn't care. They just trusted me because I used to watch them get in trouble all the time. So I <laughs> never did what they did because I didn't want to get in trouble. So were you were a good kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. Rule follower? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, Yeah. and I always would let everybody know. Like, my mom would say, oh, where are you going? I would let her know. I would never hide it because she said no. I mean, then I wouldn't go. Right. And and just very, very nice kid. Yeah, I was. Did uh, One of the things that I think is is very interesting, and maybe you don't find it as interesting, but, you know, so, like, music was passed down to me and my family. I, I come from a family of musicians. When I was a kid, 
it, it was not strange or odd if like, you know, my friends would go out with their dads or moms or whatever and throw a football or a baseball around. My family, it was just like, okay, dinner's done. Everybody around the piano or the guitar, or whatever. You are the first person uh, that I've I've ever known that had DJ passed down in in that you know the the craft and trade of of DJing passed down. So tell us a little bit about your 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 dad and and his background. Uh, well, he started. I don't really know the exact year. It was 80-something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just used to love recording music and doing podcasts like this back in the day. Podcasts before they were podcasts. Podcasts before yeah. they were podcasts. But he would have fr- his friends come over and just hang out, his brothers, and they used to have all this stuff in the basement. And my grandfather didn't like it. He thought it was not a good, steady business to mm-hmm. get into, but my dad really enjoyed it, and he said he wants to do it. And my grandfather said, "Well, if that's what you want to do, then you can do it." But and it worked out. It really worked out yeah. for him. I it, mean, so it, it became one of the the biggest DJ companies yeah. in our in the tri-state area it, thirty it did. years ago. Yeah, right? it did. And there was only three. I I don't remember the other two, but my dad more stayed back. You know, they, what do you the, mean by that? The other two used to compete with each other. Oh, he right, didn't right. get in the competition. He just did his own thing. He had a big. He had a really big business in the eighties and nineties. It was you know he had a crew just like you guys. Yeah, just like well, you guys. Well, you said that. You've said that like the stories of your dad's business or even what you saw as a kid. You you're reminded of that when yeah, you're here. Yeah, a lot, which is, is a neat. lot. Yeah, because the big picture. Yeah. You guys have, my dad had that too. He used to do it. Everybody in the company. Everybody right? in the company would be in one big picture and he'd hang it in the office and everybody had a really important role. Yeah. And the, this office here reminds me of my dad's. He used to have, I mean, it was different. He used to have the big CD thing in the back. People don't know what CDs are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, you guys reminded me a lot of my dad's company. Was that uh, what helped you find a home here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is that something that drew you? To- well, you guys too. You yeah. guys made it very- I'm pretty great. Uh, very great and mo- and modest too. yes yeah. very <laughs> no you guys are very great very welcoming the whole team is so let me ask you this so so you know okay so your dad's got this big company right yeah. that's great but this is about you so he DJing is something he passed down to his girls which I yeah. think is so great it's yeah. so so tell us a little bit about how that started to like infiltrate when you were a kid how, do you did you consciously say like I want to be a DJ or or was it just something that just naturally was happening I think it was just naturally happening. I mean, we used to go, my two older sisters used to go to the Grasshopper and Carl sat all the time with mm-hmm. my dad and they used to do coat check. I never did the coat check there, but they used to do and they loved it. And I just used to go with him on weddings and stuff. Not young, but 14, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I started maybe 13. I would go with weddings and, you know, you don't DJ, but you used to blow up the giveaways and oh, hand yeah, them the out the lights. Right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what we used to do. But yeah. I used to love when he would DJ family parties, mm-hmm. and I used to just love watching him play. And fireworks shows was fun. Do you remember the first time you like stepped up to a DJ thing to like actually? Did you do yeah. it by yourself and you were experimenting, or did you say like Dad show me how to do this, or or sisters show me how to do this? Um, I went to him because in high school I didn't have friends, so I used to go out with him all the time on like a Friday Saturday night because he used to DJ in the city, and I right. thought it was so cool. And he liked my company, so he'd be like, "Why don't you just come with me?" And I'd say, "Okay." And I'm 14 at a bar in the city, you know, hanging out by the DJ booth, and I used to just love the aroma and love being homely. I'm a late person anyway, so yeah. It's nice. So sidebar uh, when. 
Shelly will text me at, you know, on a, on a, on a weeknight, uh, and I'm quite a bit older than Shelly, but uh, <laughs> she'll text me at like, you know, 1230, and I'll text her back the next morning. She'll go, oh, I know you go to bed early. I'm like, hey, it was 1230, Shelly. <laughs> they go to bed at nine. Yeah. So I get mad. I'm like, okay, if I text them at 930, are they going to be sleeping? Or if, or if you guys text me back. At like 1230, I'm like, why well, how, are you awake? How about when you text us and you go, sorry, I just woke up. And I'm like, hey, it's 315 yeah, in the afternoon, yep, Shell. Yep, yep, yep. you're like getting out of school and I'm waking up. <laughs> Hello, world. But you got you got the bug. You got the, you got the bug for that lifestyle. Always to, did. Yeah. Always did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even, you know, my mom would get mad at me in high school because what, what time you get up? Like six in the morning, right. right? And I would be going to bed at like 430. Right, right. And I'd be like, crap. What does your mom go. do? She's a dental assistant. Oh wow! So her and your dad are on opposite schedules. Complete really. opposite. Even I mean, they they got married at nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, still together. Yeah. Uh, but my mom, she's just so great. She she never really cared that my dad worked all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and he worked at night on the weekends. He was always busy. I mean, mm-hmm. he had the office just like you. Yeah, yeah. You I know, know, you work all day and even all night. But my mom it's just. A, it's a tough business because it's. It if, is. If you're going to do it to the scale that your dad did it, you know, and we do yeah. it, it's your it's here Monday to Friday office work, but then it's homework too. It's, it's homework, but yeah. it's also weekend work. Yeah. So it's it's seven days a week. Yeah. You know, so it's tough. It's a grind. Yeah, and you miss family functions, yeah. and but my mom was very understanding, and she had us, so she was so content being home with us, right? Taking care of us, and she would go out at night. You know, if my dad was DJing at a bar, she would go with her friends. Yeah. And she just. Never really bothered her. You know what's funny? That's how my family bonded too. So like, yeah, I'm sure we did. I know we did normal things like go to the movies as a family and stuff. But it was not uncommon if my dad was playing that like my mom would dress us up and we would go and I'd be like seven in a nightclub. Like, you know, like whatever. Um, But I'd get called up on stage and I'd play the piano with him or whatever. And it's like, you're getting the bug. So I I think we're similar in our experiences that way, you know? Yeah. So when do you, so you're 14, you're out on the the jobs, you know, you're, you're doing the stuff. So when do you actually say, all right, I want to, I want to like crack in here. I want to try to do this. So I think my dad kind of finagled me in there um, because I used to go with him all the time and he would, Make so he started me from the bottom. He started all of us from the bottom. So he'd make us name the he's wires. Like he's like yes, Drake. he's like Drake. Yeah. Um, he would make us roll up the wires, name the wires, and constantly do it. It was but, his own training program. Yeah, I love he, it. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Exactly. I think he wanted us to just clean everything up. I think that's really <laughs> what it was. But um, that's what he did. He made us just start from the bottom, and then one day he was like, "I have to go to the bathroom. Can you play?" You know, and I'm like, "I don't know what I'm doing." He goes, "Here," and he showed me quickly, and he goes, "Just remember to play. Just hit play. It doesn't matter. You don't have to mix. Just hit play." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay." And then when he came back, he was like, "Oh, did you do it?" I'm like, "Yeah," but this was before computers. You know, we didn't have computers. We had CDs. I started on Cross-fading. CDs. Yeah, yeah right. you know, I had to get the record or, or See, album whatever. out, whatever. Right. Um, and it was harder. I mean, it wasn't easy. Like you could just type in a song. You had to find it. Yeah. But that's when I started, I think, cause he had to go pee or whatever. And then I played for him, but <laughs> I had, so I, uh, you know, I was a musician in, in same, around the same time, 12, 13 years old. And I was in a little seventh grade band, but we were getting paid to play out. Ooh. But of course the band broke up and then oh. I had, I owned the PA and, and I didn't want to stop getting paid to play out. So I was like, oh, I can't rely on these other 12-year-olds. They're too unreliable. 
So I asked uh, for DJ equipment and I taught myself how to DJ. And so really from the time that I was like 14 uh, up till post-college, I DJed. And I didn't, I mean, I always played for fun music, but I wasn't actually actively out playing in, in bands and stuff. And I bring this up because I used to carry around this big, heavy wooden box of like 300 Mm -hmm. uh, CD jewel cases. It was so heavy. And I had absolutely no organization in there, but I knew where everything was. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those things. And I look at today's DJs with Serato and like everything's digital. I'm like, this is so easy. Yeah, (laughs) I know. And it's crazy too, because I think of it as crates. So I think of it as my CD box. I had it organized in certain ways. You know, you had your promo onlys, you had your 70s, 80s, 90s, Dance music, everything was in order. Was in a crate, so right, right, and that's how it was. That's how I keep my virtual crates, it's right, the same. right, right. But my dad also organizes them too. But you make your own, yeah. But I see DJs now, and it's like there's no organization. Yeah. Now I want to explain for the people that are listening what's happening, and I know this is pre-recorded. Don't leave yet, please, Nick. Uh, I know <laughs> this is pre-recorded, so I could have cut this portion out. I'm not going to. So Nick, come here, Nick. Thank Nick. you for bringing my black coffee, Nick. What's up, people? Okay. So Nick (laughs) has never really made uh, an appearance here on the podcast. Nick is our staffing manager. Um, But one of the things that I love about our company, we were just talking about like this this mass conglomeration of people that we have, is watching... these relationships form, right? These these interesting uh, relationships form. And Nick is like our top guy. Not only is he, are you our staffing manager, I'm telling you as if you don't know this, um, but <laughs> Nick also works events on the weekends and he's the all-star that everybody fights over. Everybody yes, wants Nick on his job. 100%. Gen- yes, and Shelly uh, loves working with Nick. Yes. And so this is like a budding friendship and we just, we love watching it happen, right? Nick? I, I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Uh, Nick's a man of many words and <laughs> yes, uh, he, he, just, he just brought Shelly her coffee. Yes, he we, did. We thank you, Nick. Thank you very much. For, I'm sorry, say again? I also have the magic touch of, uh, of coffee. coffee. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Thank God yeah, you finished God. that sentence. Yeah, thank right? <laughs> All right. Now, now we want you to leave, Nick. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, so you think of these things as, as crates, right? And so yes. digitally, uh, if, if I can translate what Shelly's saying, um, digitally you have folders, basically, that right. are, are also called crates, crates. And you organize your music that way, but it's so much easier, right? It, it's... Just, it's it's scary easy because, honestly, if you think about it, the only thing you really have to worry about is if your computer crashes. Right. Back in the day, I mean, there I There were so many points yes, things could have gone like, wrong, yeah. If your CD didn't load in time... What about, remember when CDs would scratch in the middle? Oh and you're like, God. I don't know what to do here, yeah. I would hate when it wouldn't load, yep. and it would just be... Just spinning, like, loading, loading. Oh, load, God, yeah. and you were like... And it wouldn't eject in time, and you'd be like, "What? Yeah, yeah, yeah." My yeah. dad used to just throw it. He would like eject and then throw it. Yeah, we'll deal with that yeah, later. Yeah, deal with it later. Yeah. it would suck. Or if you had a couple of songs, uh, this used to happen to me a lot when I was playing like '60s songs, like songs that were a minute forty-five seconds. Oh God, I the know. changeover between music is happening so fast that after a, a, a set of like, like a run of like ten of those songs, you look and next to your CD player it's just all loose CDs yep. everything because you didn't have time no to, you didn't have to put it back yeah, in the it's sleeve it's so much easier today I know. right I, it, it is yeah. it, and it's visually easier because you could see you could see the songs yeah. so if you're a visual learner it's a lot you don't even need you see headphones the audio, sometimes you see the audio waves yeah. yeah but I've noticed DJs that started on computers mm-hmm. 
don't really mix. No, it's all visual. I've noticed that too. Yeah. You know, I talk about this with uh, Maddie all the time, who's here, okay. because Maddie started on vinyl. Right. And, right. and I started on CDs, but it doesn't matter because we didn't have that visual. Vis- no. And so we everything is through ears. And I right. make fun of, you know, I tease a lot of the guys that started here on computers who, like, they need that visual. Right. You know, it's I funny. mean, I use it too. But well, why would, we it's don't easy need, now, right? But yeah. It's a thing. We don't need it. And I was trying to teach my cousin because she wanted to learn how to DJ. So it's a little easier to teach on the computer, but I shut the computer a little bit and I said, okay, try it now. And she was like, what? I <laughs> Cannot said, compute, right? Right. Yeah. I said, try it now. And she couldn't really mix it. And right. I said, that's DJing. Visualizing is not DJing. Listening is DJing. Look at Shelly hitting us with the life oh, lessons. Oh, yes. You're very welcome. Very deep. Um, but it's true. And it's like... I'll DJ with the uh, one time I DJed with this uh, DJ and we were playing back and forth and you know you can't you can't m- mix your visualizing how can I put it you can't visualize your mixing when when you have your own computer I, I'm trying Every, to think. everybody can set up the way they visualize differently right okay so say you're mixing with somebody else and you have to mix with their computer it so, might be set up in a way that's different than the way you like yeah it. Right. um. I'm trying to think how I could put this. So I was mixing from my computer and he was playing on his. So I was going up next. So I had to use mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't see their wavelengths. You can't match the wavelengths. Right, right. So you have to listen. And yep. you're like, okay, if it's at 105. Beats and per minute. I'm at 128. You how know, am I getting there? Right. Right. So I mixed it in. You just, you mix it in. And he was like, did you just do that? I said, what are you talking about? He was like, you just mixed. I said, <laughs> Yes. That's, that's what we do. That's teaching, isn't it? And yeah. he's like, I just can't believe that you mix so so smoothly. And yeah. I was like, am I in a twilight zone right now? Like, isn't that teaching? But I noticed that when he would play, there was no mixing. It was just cutting. Mm. It was smooth. But it was, right. But there was no smooth mixing. Right, right, right. So you understand because you yeah. know how to mix. Or yeah, yeah. with the band, you could play smoothly it's just all yeah it's smooth in and out well it's funny that you're bringing up the word smooth i don't know if i've ever told you this before so one of the things you know shelly is shelly right she's she's our only female dj and it is a there are female djs but you you are definitely in the minority i mean this is a male dominated field you know especially in the events world in, in our area and so it's funny because when you dj there, there is something so soft about how you Thanks. manipulate your your mixer in a positive way. Like it's it's effortless. You know, Thank I watch you. a lot of our guys here, and like, and and they're great. They mix good, but you could see them physically manipulating the board in a much harder way than you do. And it's almost, it can almost like we did. Um, so back when the the world shut down, we did a virtual prom, right? And yeah. Shelly came in and, and so mixed, fun. and we had this camera up because we wanted to like you know get close up of her hands <laughs> mixing, as we did for all the DJs right. who mixed. And I mean this in a positive way. It was almost boring to watch you your hands because it's so smooth. Thanks. You're looking like, is she actually doing anything? <laughs> you know. So I don't know. You bring you bring a nice touch to to the board. It's Thanks. it's very interesting. I'm to not see. dramatic about it. I see sometimes DJs and yeah. they're so dramatic, and you're thinking to yourself, you're not even clicking anything. You're just making it like you're, you're just doing buttons, something. Yeah. Right? yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. Especially at the expos. There oh, was, it's a big show. It's oh like a show God, off, right? I'm yeah. thinking, what are you, who, we're all DJs here. Who are you trying to impress? <laughs> right. We all know what you're doing. Well, that seems like a very natural segue. So let's talk about the DJ Expo. 
So okay. uh, two years ago, because they didn't have one oh, this year. Oh, that's right? where we met. Yeah, we met. So um, I'm walking through Harrah's, and uh, there was uh, someone that I knew from a small town, whatever, and he says, oh, come over here. Just let me introduce you to, to Shelly. And I said, oh, I've heard about you before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there she is, bright purple hair mm-hmm. and uh, very sweet. You know, we talked. You were eating lunch, I think. And no, I, I think you guys were eating. I, I might we have been. Coming in, you were coming in. You were finishing right, up. Right. And uh, I met your dad, and he. Yes. we were talking. It's funny. It's your you know what's great is I've I haven't talked to your dad much, but when we do, he thinks I'm his age, which I'm not, and he talks to me about like you remember back in the days, and I'm like nah, because no, I was Pete. I was five, you know, but very funny, but he's also nice. I met him, and you had a set. You were so you're sponsored by RCF, which yeah. is a very very uh, reputable large uh, company that does speakers and audio equipment yeah, or whatever. Great. And they had a room at the the DJ Expo is this big, big international event where DJs from all over the world go. Um, and, you know, it's a trade show. And they have yeah. uh, the trade show floor where there's different companies that have like they're showing you their newest stuff. They also have these learning seminars. We were there actually to present. And so you were there. You were uh, performing in RCF's room. And you said, hey, I have a set in whatever, an hour. Why don't you, why don't you come see us? And I said, okay, great. So we went in. And I was just blown away. I thought oh, you were wow. so good. Thank you. And uh, when we got back up, I said, "All right, we got to we got to get Shelly here." Thank you know. You. And and when Shelly met me, she said, "Who this guy needs to get away from me?" That's what she said. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I was happy when you called me because you're like, "Yeah, we'll talk." And I was like, eh, "Everybody always says that. Like, we'll talk, we'll talk." And then you actually did, and I was like, "Oh wow!" And I came to the office, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. But like I said, you guys reminded me a lot of how my dad ran the company back in the day and it was very homey and welcoming. Yeah, we're we're a big in your face Italian family. I mean, myself, my two partners and we kind of run the operation like that, you know, like yeah. everybody's here, we treat them like family, we want people to be family, the you know, we're very bad, close to everything. That. The good yeah. and the bad. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um yeah, I the guys kind of make fun of me because I am the I'm constantly constantly talent scouting. You know, like it doesn't matter. So there's a sushi restaurant across the street, and uh, I ran over there uh, about a I don't know two three weeks ago to grab a soda. I just wanted a soda, and I I ran in. That's so random. Yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, there was this nice nice guy behind the counter, and he hi sir, how are you? This and that, whatever. And he's like literally working at a restaurant. You know what I mean? And I said. Hey, you! Uh, you're looking. You're looking oh for side Oh my work. god! <laughs> I'll scout talent but anywhere. That's good though, yeah. because it's good business. You want good people on your team. It's all about people. Yeah, right? it's it all is. about people. Yeah. Exactly. So let's let's jump back into the story here. So uh, so now your dad throws you into the fire, right? Mm-hmm. So now you we know you like the lifestyle. You're, you're, yeah. So now are you at home practicing? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Are your sisters helping you? Like, what's that like? Yeah. I mean, my sisters they were older, so they were kind of on their own already. Um. And I was home practicing. My sisters would come in and be like, oh, try this or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it kind of just flowed. You know, my dad would, when I would go with him on the weekends, I was with him every weekend. So then he would kind of start letting me play a little more, a little more, a little more. And then he eventually would bring me to the Grasshopper and Karlstadt. But it wasn't alone. Like he would kind of come with me. Hang out at the bar, or whatever. Check in. He was on transitioning me. you to yeah. doing it, right? And then the one night, um, somebody couldn't make it, and he was like, "Okay, showtime." And I was like, "What?" And he <laughs> goes, "You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I promise. I promise." And I was like, "Okay." So I think it was at the Grasshopper Carlstadt, which 
at the time it didn't matter because they did beer pong, so nobody was really dancing or listening. So it was kind of just a good place to like cut your teeth. It was a practice place. We all have that one bar where you can mess up and nobody cares. So that was it. But then I was doing that for I think a few months. Um, Friday nights it was great. It was fun, you know. And how old are you at this point? Are you even old enough to be in the bar? I think I lied. I was. (laughs) I definitely lied about my age all the time because. You know, you can't be in a bar. Right, right, right. Um, you can be, but you have to sign a consent form or something that you can be past, 11, what is it, 11 o'clock, 10 whatever o'clock, is, whatever. Right, yeah. But I, so I didn't physically start DJing until I was 16. <laughs> the ripe age of 16 playing at, right. a, in a bar. Playing I in love a it. bar. Right. Um, but I would say, I think they thought I was 18. Yep. And then when I was 18, they all thought I was 21. Yep. But it didn't matter anyway, because I didn't drink on the job, so... Even they're like, oh, you're 21 now. I'm like, yeah. I'm working. Yeah, and I was like, right. I'm working. Thank you. But they're like, just have one. And I would be like, okay. And I would take a sip and just leave it. Hey, who's the best DJ in your family? My dad. Oh, yeah. The old man. The old, the old man, man, huh? Yeah. I would say he is. He always was. Yeah. Always was. I think not conceited wise, but we're all great. I, but we all are very different. You're different in your styles, right? Yeah. But we're... We're all great. So let me ask you this. Uh, you, I, one of the reasons why I like your technical ability is uh, you and I love the same music. So yeah. you, you DJ a lot of the stuff. Well, how would you describe your, obviously at, for our client, for EMG clients for at a wedding or whatever, you know, you're, you're playing to the, the crowd, a wet, right, right? A wedding you're pl- set. Right. You're playing a wedding set. You're playing their, you're, you're working with their playlist of right. what they like, but you know, no rules. If I said, Shelly, this is your party, you can you can play it. Tell me what's your style, what's your go-to, what are you playing? Well, you know I love disco, yeah, so too. I'm a big disco fan. But I, I'm i not a hip-hop DJ. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that's my go-to. I would say more disco and, I guess, EDM, but just because it's... Upbeat dance music. Yeah, up, I would say upbeat dance music. Anything upbeat. I'm, but, uh, you know, disco is just... Yeah, my go-to. Yeah, Everybody likes it, and yeah, yeah, even yeah. if you're at a kids' party and you play disco, they'll dance. Yeah. you know, everybody likes it. I know, but but also people love to hate on it. And I'm like, hey, it's great music. Yeah, it's great. I could tell you the musicality of it as a musician. Disco tunes, like when when people people love Bruce Springsteen. I yeah, can't, I can't stand Bruce my mom Springsteen. Can't stand him I can't stand him. <laughs> But when people be like, Bruce, that's music. And I'm like, that's a three chord progression. Whereas in a disco song, you have these like orchestral strings and like, you know, it's just so much more intricate. You know, I love that music though. It just makes you feel like you want to. It's dance. You just want to have a, it's good feeling music. And for, you would understand it's hard to mix because they didn't oh my have because there's no so when she, before when Shelly said 100 uh, 105 she means beats per minute right today everything is recorded in a computer and people record to a metronome a so constant it's, beat right BPM. so it's so it's consistent disco right. didn't no so tempos are constantly even just minimally you know half a half a beat or whatever that's exactly. enough to throw off a mix yeah, yeah I think the perfect song for that is uh, by the emotions best of my love Ba-boom. it's Ba-boom. like Fat, and then it'll go really fast and it'll go slow. Yeah. And it's just, that's that song. And you can't, you have to know where to mix it because it could be one. Gotta find the, the, yeah, the sweet spot. The sweet spot. But that's all disco songs. They're fast and slow because they just used to record all at once. Right, right, so right. So it wasn't, they were just jamming. Yep. Now it's like individual. If you yeah, jam, let's you're. just record this yeah. and then hit stop and listen. And then we'll come right. back and do the pre-chorus. And yeah. That's why DJs now, it's easier for them to mix too because everything is set. It's right. like not, you know, not a set playlist, but it's set 
BPM wise. So it's easy for them to just say, okay, 128, 128. Yeah, it's it's you're you're mixing a computer program. It's it's like a it's like a uh, uh, a watch. You know yeah. that the second hand is always going to be yep. exactly where it needs to be. So, at what point when you're 16 now hanging out in the bars? At what point do you know like this is what I want to do? I want to actually go the route that that you know the family business here and do this professionally. I think it was the nightlife. I just I hate mornings. <laughs> I hate morning. I'd rather be up till seven in the morning than wake up at seven in the morning. Uh I always hated morning. So this was perfect because it's a fun job. Right. You know, and I love it. It's Mm -hmm. music. I mean, who, who who you can't, a lot of people can't say I love my job. I love my job. Right. But I think what even made it better was that I started at the bars, but you make your way. You probably agree with Mm -hmm. me 100%. People start to like your style and they want you more. So it's nice to know that people actually like how you play. Well, it's also a volatile industry in that the most talented people aren't necessarily the ones that will always get the most work because there's a big portion of this in your reliability and your communication and your professionalism and being nice and like all of those things. So if you could, if you can find the, the uh, diamond in the rough, which I I think you're one of them. I think everybody here is that can do, that can do both. That's like a, Oh, that's a, that's a moneymaker right there. You know? Yeah. I treat it uh, like everybody here. You treat it as a job. You know, it's, it's a job and you do your job and you go home. You right. know, you don't linger. You don't at the bars. You know, I, like I said, I don't like to drink on my job. Yep. You know, to me, you work, go home. You make a little chit chat, but you don't get personal. Yeah. When we, when we hire people here, especially uh, like for event staff, you know, roadies and things, and we put them through a training program. And one of the things that we cover on day one is is like you have to set expectations because we're working in parties we're working where people are drinking and having a good mm-hmm. time and this and that and it's like you it be, can become very easy to get caught up in that yeah. when you got to remember you're at work yeah you know so uh that it seems like you had that from an early age probably because you, you yeah. were instilled with it you i know? just but i always i don't know my dad will drink my sister whatever but it's different at a bar when you're at a wedding yeah I, right that's right, right. absolutely a no you, yeah. you can't even if they offer you one i just say no thanks you know yeah but yeah, I guess I just, I also drive and I don't like to drink and drive. Right. So I think. Well, we covered this. You were a good kid. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> so I think, um, I don't know. I just very responsible. Did, uh, what's your favorite part about, uh, doing weddings in particular? Like, what do you love about weddings? Um, I don't, I like them all. I, I don't know. I never really thought about it. They're just a good, it's a good time. You know, you're gonna, it'll be fun. Because I mean, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. It's just kind of more generic, but yep. it's music I like and mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I just find them entertaining. Yeah. So you finish high school and then you just say, I'm going to be a DJ. No, I went to college. You did? I got Where'd my you? degree. Uh-huh. What, was, um, what, what was it in? Digital media. So yeah. basic, same, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's right, all right, right. entertainment wise. Uh-huh. Um, but I went to school after, co- um, after college, after high school. Right. And I hated it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go. So I took a year off, DJed full time. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go back. So I went back, took my time, but I still DJed. So I made money, went to school, and then I graduated. But I'm still DJing. But at least I have my degree. So right. if anything, I can always apply for jobs. or It's just good to have 
something on the yeah, back burner. Yeah, 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 right, right. But I mean, gun to your head, you don't want to wake up at six in the morning and no. go do a digital media Absolutely job. Absolutely not. Right. Well, no, not not necessarily. Yeah. Now that I'm older, I I wouldn't mind. And then I could DJ on the weekends, which most people do now. I mean, you you teach. Yeah, yeah. So you teach and then you work on the week. I mean, you work here you're here all the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I just, as if, if my eyes are open, I'm, I'm working, I'm doing yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. No, but I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like I, I love, I love the, uh, I love the lifestyle too. It's, you know, when, uh, when COVID hit and we, we postponed uh, hundreds yeah. and hundreds and hundreds of events for the first couple of weeks, it was like, well, I'm off on a Saturday. I know. This is nice. I'm not kidding you. By week four, we were like, what do people do on Saturdays and Sundays? And fr- this is boring. <laughs> it was boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need a gig. I got to I gotta go. I got to yeah. go. It's, it's tough to get used to, you know? Yeah. And it was boring. Like, yeah. I was like, do I go? If it wasn't COVID, I was like, do I go to the movies? Like, even now, I'm like, <laughs> right, right. what do I do on a Friday? Is this what people do? We sat, we had, we were at Tommy's house. It was me, Tommy, Mike, and Brian. And we were sitting out. It was, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a warm summer night, you know, and we're sitting there after whatever, socially distanced, of course. And uh, we're going, in what other universe? Is it like, you know, a Saturday in July or whatever? And the four of us are sitting here. And it was like, yeah, this is nice. And then we looked and we went, we don't want to be sitting here right now, you know. I know. it's it's It was rough. I enjoyed my summer because in the summers I work every day. Right. So it was actually nice. I mean, I got a job at the market. Work, so. Okay, wait a minute. I, wait, wait, wait. I love this. Shelly got a, a job to hold her over in between, you know, during the world yeah. shutdown at uh, my favorite grocery <laughs> store. It's a local mom and pop store. And she was in there. And so every time I would go in, her and I would have these <laughs> these conversations <laughs> with our masks on. It would be like, oh, Shelly, <laughs> Shelly, how are you? You know, it was great. Your dad came in. Did, did yeah. he tell you that? Oh. And he was like, hey, I know you. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, you're you're Shelly. I said, yes. And he goes, I'm, I'm Mike's dad. And I was like, who's Mike? Like, I was like, I don't know who Mike is. And you can't see notice people with masks right. on sometimes. And then he was telling me. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I felt like <laughs> such a jerk. And then we were talking or whatever. And he's like, okay, well, have a nice day. He told me you worked here. I see you here all the time. And I'm like, well, next time, just come say hello. My dad is, uh, he is a fangirl of EMG. So like, <laughs> that's when, great, right? Right. So when he's talking to you, it's not like, oh, this is just Shelly who works for my son. This is <laughs> this is him going. I'm talking to Shelly from EMG. It's really funny, you know. Mike's dad too. That they always. I think last year at the at the Christmas party, which you were working, so you couldn't yeah, come. Yeah, I know. But we always give out uh, fake awards, you know, like joke around. <laughs> and I think we gave both my dad and Mike's dad like oh. biggest fan girl. We will find both of them just like on our Vimeo channel, like watching company videos. Oh it's God. very That's funny. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such good support. So he was he was probably starstruck when he was talking. Maybe. To you. I mean, everybody is. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. As you were grabbing, like you know. Uh, I think it was on the bread. The- I think it was by the bread. I don't know. And I was like, who is this guy? Hello. Very funny. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, look, I think our clients, uh, you know, people are listening to this to try to, to get a sense of who you are. This is it. I mean, what you see is what you get. And I we uh, we love that about you. You Thanks. know? Yeah. Just. Okay. Am, yeah. She's, am a, she's a woman of, of many words. <laughs> I am who I am. If you don't like it, tough. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tough. Screw off. I don't know what to tell you. Listen, I can't let you get out of here before uh, playing a, a little game in a little section I like okay. to call quick questions. Will okay. you play with me? I'm nervous, yes. You, well, you should be very, very nervous. Thanks. Now, remember, Shelly, these are quick questions. Okay. These are quick questions, so I'm going to need you, knee-jerk reaction. We're going to move quick. You ready? Okay. Okay. What makes you laugh no matter what? Everything. Okay. What's your favorite board game? 
Candyland. Oh, great one. Classic. What's your favorite beverage? Coffee. Favorite movie? Ocean's Eleven. You're doing uh, shockingly well at this. What did you want to be when uh, you were 12? A singer. A singer? Coke or Pepsi? Mm, Neither. I knew that because when I said soda before you made a face, you passed judgment. I know you did. Uh, (laughs) What was your worst subject in school? Oh, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Vanilla or chocolate? Both. No, you got to pick. Is this ice cream? Yeah. yeah. What else would it be? I don't know. Steak? I don't like chocolate ice cream, so vanilla. All right, vanilla. Uh, Okay, if you were getting married tomorrow, what would your entertainment package look like? Um, an iPod and a plug. <laughs> wow. Because I'll have a backyard wedding. That's it. Very yeah. simple. Look at that. Shelly, you've said it all. Uh, thank you for joining me here today. <laughs> we love having you. We're, we hope you're here for many, many years, and we'll talk me to too. you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.